Well, hello, all you lovely people out there. It's Trent here, um, back again. Another week of salad. It's been a little while, uh, a little while for me specifically. I think I took about two weeks off, and uh, we've taken a break from salad for the new year, for the holiday, feeling overall pretty refreshed. Um, but it's good to be back. Um, episode of 50, which is crazy. Um, Zach, uh, Cole, how you doing? I'm awake. 2020. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. It's been a nice, refreshing holiday season, and I'm excited to be, you know, back into the swing of things, both at work and with salad. So here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good feeling, weirdly enough, to get back into work and then just get back into that routine. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> my life has meaning again. <laughs> Does yeah. it though? Does it, Trent? <laughs> You know, it depends on the day. <laughs> Jury's still out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely with you there. It was a uh, it was a good break, but honestly, I was kind of ready to get back to it at the end of it. Um, we had because of the falling of you know Christmas and New Year's had almost like two weeks off, so it was definitely nice getting some time away. But you know, you know, I'm ready ready to hit 2020 swinging. You know, if anything, as we record 12 days into 2020, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're almost two we're really out of the gate going strong. <laughs> and I mean, in classic salad fashion, because we took a break over New Year's and we didn't do any recaps of 2019, we will be sharing our favorite ads of 2019 um, today. Just just we're each picking one. Um you know, that was my personal decision that we should each only pick one because, you know, even though it's hard, it just adds some intrigue. Uh, and I had a really easy time picking one for the record. <laughs> being very sarcastic. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Don't definitely let them know, Zach. They can't know minutes. I struggled. <laughs> we just waited 30 minutes for Trent to find his out of the year. So. <laughs> yeah. And the jury's still out on it. I have. But and we waited 30 minutes prior to that for me to get on the Zencaster link. So there's blame all the time. 2020 is off to a great start. Um, I think before we kick into things, we're going to open up because so much has happened. We don't want to just start 2020 with no reference to the outside world here. Uh, There was a really interesting Equinox ad that Droga5 made. And um, I think it bears uh, some reason to to go over it uh, and some benefit of discussing it. So we're going to do that first. And then we're going to get into uh, our each of our favorite ads of the previous year. And uh, I think before we do that, though, I just want to say episode 50, it's been a journey. Um, I remember when Zach came to me and coincidentally, Cole, you were there too. And was like, I think we should start a podcast. And having it start through an ASU organization and, and then Cole, you and I taking it to build the thesis and then taking it out of a thesis and turning it into a weekly show that's now 50 episodes in it's been a cool journey to go from like oh we had five people listen and we like knew who those five people were because we asked them to listen and three of them were us (laughs) you know and then now it's like shit we've got like thousands of listens and people in sweden are like 10 percent of our audience so shout out sweden and and now like shout out sweden it's just cool too that even like we're having conversations with you guys on social media. You guys are DMing us with actual questions and we're able to give help and advice. And we hope it's good advice. We're always going to try to, but that's just such a cool feeling. I mean, like the reason we do this is 
because we don't know everything. We're still figuring it out, but we're hoping that we can help you figure it out along the way too. And um, to to be this far uh, is is exciting. And I know we have got so much more we can go and do. And so it's exciting. 2020 is going to be a good year for Sal. It's going to be a good year for all of you uh, out there. It's going to be a good year for us uh, as a salad as a salad audience and group. Um, that's going to be fun. You know, we're all just living in that bowl and uh, sometimes you get tossed around, sometimes you get eaten, but other times you get you get a nice refreshing little uh, salad dressing and that feels good. So uh, with that, uh, I'm going to toss it over to Zach here to talk about this Equinox ad. <laughs> oh, am I introducing it or do we want to be like that? I just like to keep you on your toes, you know, keep you a little bit humble. Cool. Yeah, no, let us help you. just kick it off. Why not? <laughs> okay, so uh, Drogo 5 and Equinox dropped this new ad. Um, it's called make yourself a gift to the world. Um, I wish I could do a good job describing what happens in this advertisement to everybody, (laughs) but I quite honestly don't know if I can. It's essentially this, this woman who's, what are they in a tour in a museum or watching an exhibit of the, this man who is incredibly narcissistic so full of himself uh and he is like just flexing and like he's eating fruits and like just it's it's all very odd um (laughs) and she's telling them that he is a gift to the world because he finally figured out that self-obsession was a good thing and he took it to the highest level and now he is a gift to everyone else because his physique is exceptionally perfect and and like then it goes into this weird dance section with like some very it's it, it, it's it's odd. So imagine it like imagine it like I, want, I don't even want i want you to watch it is what i want you to do yeah go and watch it and imagine it like it these kids are on a tour at a museum i think that's something that we should call it these kids are definitely underage yes like middle like, school like in elementary school maybe middle school yeah and um they're looking at this painting of narcissists and he's just kind of flexing by the the pool eating an apple and the tour guide starts telling the story to zach's point and as she starts telling it you zoom into the painting and it becomes like real life you know what i mean and it's just like it's weird shit the narrative is essentially get yoked because you'll be so good that like other people will love looking at you and your muscles can be used to help people like that's really the only takeaway i could get from it is because he lifts up an old man and the old man was happy i'm presuming because he didn't have to walk but maybe other reasons and then also when the old man is dancing Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was me at the club to be honest if we're picking our pick your pick your dancers i'm old man dancing um (laughs) <laughs> yeah so it, but that's what's weird is like the first half of it um i guess to jump in with my bite-sized take here the first half of it was interesting it it um it felt like it was building to something and then instead they just all started dancing like the kids the tour person the people in the painting and it kind of turned into like from like a potentially interesting piece of copywriting to a very weirdly dystopian, uncomfortable, like Hunger Games esque society kind of vibe. It was I did not enjoy it. It's very specific, but when you watch it, just think about the people in the capital. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't necessarily think that the connection is there. I think, I think 
part of the issue that people have when they're looking to go to a gym is they feel insecure about their body. And I get that they're saying, love yourself. But I think that that's a harder bridge to jump than just saying that. And I think, too, a lot of people get annoyed by people at the gym who are literally the mirror hogs who are staring at themselves the whole time, like peering into the depths of their soul as they lift that 40 pounder. It's a little bit odd. Um, and also, I don't necessarily like the fact that these little kids were oogling at this guy's body the whole time. That was odd. Um, so while this comes from research that 75% of respondents agree they're able to be a better friend, spouse, and partner when they focus on being their best self, I feel like that's the classic college or high school thing of, oh, we found this insight. It doesn't quite fit, but let's just like twist the wording a little bit so it makes sense to our idea. And I just don't know if it completely hit but someone else go. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought, I thought it was all right. Um, it definitely kind of falls apart in the second half there as uh, you know, Trent kind of alluded to there, all of the kids, much like 2019 did the teachers. Uh, yeah. Um, started, started just dancing at the end and that kind of, you know, you kind of lose the script there. Um, but, you know, I thought it was definitely an interesting direction to go just comparing, you know, Narcissus and making, uh, narcissism seemed like a good thing, I guess, for the beginning. Um, I do kind of agree. I don't know that it really lands in the end just because, you know, being hot, I don't know how that really makes the world a better place. <laughs> I guess it probably makes the world a better place for you. But, you know, in general, um, I don't know if people staring at your your lovely new body is really going to make the world that much better. But um, it is, I, I just thought it was kind of a funny sentiment there um and kind of an interesting way to look at gym ads i haven't seen any any other ads like that certainly not that ended that way because yeah the end is really is really just uh confusing it's weird <laughs> and I, I think we should call out to the 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 copy the line for the campaign is uh, make yourself a gift to the world um sure and uh <laughs> Do you want to do you want to talk about the print too, Zach? When you hop in here, actually, I haven't seen the print. Oh, well, I got but you. I do want to say my say your thing about the print, and then I want to talk about this because I'm in the I'm in the same boat. But I'm... Equinox definitely has weird vibes. That's always been their thing. So I will give them credit for really leaning into Equinox uh, as a brand. Um, but the print is like like there's one lady, almost fully naked but with like some like model clothing, you know what I mean? And she's like holding two people slumped over. Looks like one's a guy, one's a girl in both of her arms. And she's just like power standing on this like apocalyptic end of the world looking like platform with like these rock pillars next to her. And it says, be the power, safer planet, make yourself a gift to the world. Don't quite get the safer planet part. There's one of a lady who is nude in the bottom um, squatting in a bed of flowers and i'm assuming she's just picking flowers but it looks like she's taking a shit and it says eat cleaner all things grow make yourself a gift to the world so if you're eating cleaner then i guess your poops are healthier which means the flowers that you shit on can grow even stronger there's two naked guys one old one young um grappling with the crotch uh spinning in a uh, circle at about like a uh, like 10 o'clock uh, you know, is where their heads are at. And then their other heads are at like the three o'clock. And uh, it says play forever. More love for all. Make yourself a gift to the world. And then there's a dead man who is being paraded through the streets and loved. 
in a in a coffin, and it says, "Experience deeper, touch more lives, make yourself the gift to the world." It's not fitness; it's life. Equinox. Um, yeah. So obviously, I'm talking a lot. Just wanted to give that picture. <laughs> the man in the coffin for a, a exercise like ad, you know, for a gym ad is like. And I'd like what to say hell? too, the man in the coffin is clearly flexing. So I guess that makes him a flex god, like that's transcended death. Like I don't, it's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell? Heaven is a Zach. That's probably the most okay, genuine yeah. reaction I've seen from you in a while. Well, well, yeah, well, and and how I tried to describe this thing, and I I wanted to do that on purpose because it was when I first watched it. Watched, it, I was like, what? Like, and and I I put it in in uh, madness too. The the um the write-up i did for it in madness was simply stylish but what <laughs> yeah because it's like yeah. I, I don't even know what else stylish, to but say what? like like what <laughs> um i showed it to my boss and a couple of people at work and and that's that's kind of what we talked about like stylistically like it it draws you in there's no denying that and it's an interesting they they did some really interesting style things in here and made some interesting choices that make it compelling but the but what like i still cannot understand how like promoting narcissism works out for anybody first of all like (laughs) i can't like i know they're trying to spin it in a good way this does come from droga (laughs) five true true but i cannot understand for the life of me how that sounds like it should be promoted as a good thing and then, yeah, to your guys' point, it just it goes from like the buildup of a story. It it climaxes at does that not? I wouldn't use the word climax. Oh, I'm using this word, ad yeah. that's too charged for <laughs> the content it has. No, no, no. We're talking. We're using climax because you just talked about a woman shitting on flowers. Um, <laughs> but it the the spokeswoman that's in it who's leading the the kids on this museum tour uh says like does that does that not make self-obsession the most selfless act of all that's like her like final line and that's when like, <laughs> the beat drops and everyone starts doing this weird shit like it, it's it's just so it like odd. A Harlem like, I, don't I don't know what else yeah it almost is like the harlem shake or whatever it was like i don't know what <laughs> i don't even know what to to call it and that's just what just watch it but like i don't know like i don't like what i don't know like <laughs> that's literally all i have for this is what i don't know <laughs> the end is truly fascinating <laughs> yeah you see, like the old guy that he was uh before holding who was like looking into his eyes like he was a gift to the world and then he's just like doing the grandpa dance and like the children look like they're like demonically dancing around with like these abrupt quick movements and then pauses and freezes and to trans point like you said they're like 10 <laughs> and the only person who seems to know what's going on is the spokeswoman who is like into it like really into it like she like wants this guy <laughs> i don't know if the children do like it's it i, I well, she's like on a pillar above them like i can't even describe it like just watch it and <laughs> And I will say at the end of the day, I think maybe this appeals to existing Equinox people who are really into that vibe of Equinox, you know, but like, I just, to your, to your average, slightly and understandably insecure person who isn't insecure about their body and wants to make change, but feels uncomfortable with gym culture. Cause I feel like they'll be judged. 
I get that it's saying just love yourself and that's okay. But I think seeing some yoked dude and like how obsessed he is with himself and how obsessed other people are with that guy are going to make them feel more insecure about their body and feel like they can't go to that gym. I could be wrong, but it just feels like it ends up doing the wrong thing. Uh, yeah. And the I wrong feel like thing would, for all the right I, reasons is still wrong. <laughs> if their audience is the narcissistic douchebags and they want all, their gym full of them, uh, then I guess it would work. Mm-hmm. Like all the chads but of the world are lining up right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But to your point, if that's not what you're into, it doesn't make sense. And also, it's a very hard connection to make, especially I haven't seen the print. They're not on the article I've got pulled up. But based on what you're describing to me, it would be very hard for me to make the connection that it's a that it's a gym or that it, this is for a gym. I mean, I know the name, like obviously the name helps, but like aside from that, I'm like lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to wonder who it's for when when it's like you watch it and you're like, yeah, if I didn't know what Equinox was, and to be fair, if I if I didn't live in Southern California now, I don't think I'd know what Equinox was. Yeah, I don't think I new until yeah. i read the article like that's yeah. the, that's why i'm saying this is I, I was like i don't know what equinox is and it's isn't it like a chevy car that's like what i doesn't yeah. like chevy make oh, equinox yeah, yeah, or yeah. someone yeah it's like the so, bougie it's like a bougie gem i think it's what is it specifically like pilates focused or i don't something? know but i like how you said pilates it's got <laughs> yeah pilates pilates Anyway, this was just the the weirdest shit. So there's your yeah. start to 2019. So uh, 2020. 2020. Oh, Shoot, wow. I didn't even, I'm still doing uh, it. You made a mistake. Yeah, we have a grace period. It's a one month grace period until you can cannot say 2019 anymore. So I'm I'm still in the clear. This is true. This is true. Um, okay. Yeah. So that 20 minutes later. <laughs> um, obviously a lot to dive in there. If this is how we're starting 2020, I'm stoked because there's just going to be a lot of fun to talk about. Um, we're going to jump into now the the ads, which, as I hinted at earlier and as Zach called me out on, it's very hard to pick a favorite ad from a year. Um, and honestly, if we were going to do this again we would probably have just done our top 10 and gone through the top 10 list of 2019, but we needed a break. We were all jamming on work stuff and we were exhausted and needed just to relax at the holiday. So I ain't going to apologize for that. But I think as a fun little exercise, it was a lot of work to try and think of stuff. And there's going to be a hundred percent really cool campaigns we leave out. And I'd be curious from your thoughts, hit us up on Instagram or hit us up on Twitter and tell us what you think was the best ad of 2019, whether it was your favorite, whether you think it was the best insight, best execution, anything like that. Because I'm very curious to hear and kind of just have a discussion about this as we get into a, a yoked 2020. And uh, yeah, Zach, do you want to kick off things here? Sure. Um, Zach's been, for the record, for all of you listening, Zach has been talking very gleefully about how uh, uh, he's got one that we're not even going to guess. And uh, there's a very good chance that we all have the same ad because we refuse to share them with each other ahead of time. So we thought it'd be cool to library ad. So with that, in a very classic style yeah, yeah. fashion, this could be great or it could be a hot mess. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to say one line and you guys are going to know the campaign. Uh, Hulu has live sports. Oh. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Anyway, I can't Wait, remember. what? Yeah. That's what? Wait, what? Trent, good. See, I told you you wouldn't even guess it. 
Wait, why? Do you not remember this campaign? I know this game. I see it every day when I watch football. Hulu has ads literally everywhere for all. I I love this. It's so simple. Flipping money on his cat. Yes, everyone flipping money on everything. I just loved the I loved the play off of the like paying influencers, um, which is just blatantly what they were going off of. Instead of like trying to hide it, they were just like, "Yeah, I'm getting a shit ton of money for this," and Hulu has live sports. It couldn't be more simple. And it couldn't be more clear what they were advertising. And I thought every single one of them was funny. And I really also liked the actual influencer campaign they did with it when they just, whereas the the uh, the sports ones are very branded. Like it's usually them sitting at a table for like a press conference. Yeah, everything's green. Or, uh, yeah, or, yeah like a, a post a post game interview or whatever. Uh, and they're they're very objectively saying like, oh yeah, I'm, all I have to say is Hulu has live sports. And then they get like money thrown at them, or yeah. <laughs> like it, yeah. there's money getting tossed at these people for saying it. Uh, in the actual influencer campaign too, they they sent just boxes full of cash to a lot of sports stars that didn't end up in the in the actual campaign, uh, and just let them do whatever the hell they wanted with this box of money as long as they had. They said like Hulu has live okay, sports. So like funny. Carly Lloyd was like sitting in a uh in a hot tub and she's like so hulu sent me this box and she like opens it and it's like full of money and she's like hulu has live sports <laughs> and like they could do literally whatever they wanted like there was there was nothing i don't think they gave them any direction like all they did was send them a box and let the the sports stars do whatever the hell they wanted because some people were just like sitting on their couch and she was in a hot tub and so on and so forth but i it was so concise and so simple and it 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 got the product across in a funny and enjoyable way to me and there was literally nothing to it mm-hmm. Dude, that's my that, favorite campaign of the year that's a stealth pick for sure yeah, yes. I told you guys, there, there was no way you guys you were thinking way too grand for me that's why good. i had i had i was like there's no way but yeah that's my favorite of the year i don't think trent likes it very much no i do like it i think it you just weren't expecting me to pick that <laughs> that and i guess i've just seen them so much this year that like the first couple times i felt like it was funny and then mm-hmm. now it's like, well, okay. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. to your point, listening to you talk about it, it is a very, like, I appreciate the self-awareness. I love self-aware ads. Um, and I mm-hmm. think that that's very in right now. And that is not a hint at the ad that I chose because it's meta. Uh, because, you know, <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Of what I chose. So, uh, Cole, you're next. <laughs> Unless you have any oh thoughts. No, I mean, I, I think it's great, Zach. I think, like I said, it's a total stealth pick. But when you said it, it was like, oh, my God, what have I seen so much of in 2019? Yeah. And I mean, it's like, I, I almost take that, though, as a positive, too. Sure. I mean, just the fact that we all know exactly what you're talking about. We've all seen it a bunch. Uh, that's something like Hulu pushed out there, and it got plugged into everyone's minds, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was a funny and cool idea, too. It was uh, a funny concept. Yeah. The message could not be clearer. Again, like I said, it, mm-hmm. I don't exactly. know if even any other lines, essentially, besides the Hulu as live sports, like, the concept was enjoyable. The message was so clear. And like you said, everyone now knows that Hulu has live sports. Exactly. If anyone were to ask me before 2019 if Hulu had live sports, I couldn't tell you. But you know what? Now, in 2020, I can definitely tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cole, they're going to splice that with a case study. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Do you All know right, what so, agency was behind it, or was it in-house? Uh, yes, it was an agency called Pause. Pause. Um, Are you telling me to pause the recording, or is that the name of the agency? No, 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 no. The name of the agency is Big Family Table. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, who I don't really know much about at all. BFT. BFT. But yeah, that's who did it. And Wait, Big I, Family I it. Table or Big Family Table? Big Family. Big Family. Oh, I was thinking Big Friendly Giant, you know. BFG. <laughs> Owned by IPG. Oh, they're on Jefferson Boulevard. <laughs> Los Angeles, California. Um. Oh, they've done a lot of Hulu stuff, haven't they? Okay, that's the, literally their website is Hulu. What? Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if you're listening, check out their website, bigfamilytable.com. It's literally. I did. I, I went to it for a second. Yeah, it, it just is a Hulu ad on the on the on the front. That might be their only client right now, or at least the only one worth mentioning. Where's their about page? Or like a link to contact them. Oh, there's a link to cut. Okay, you know what? All right. Not the worst site I've seen. Um, Cole, you're up. All right. So this uh, mine is not so much an ad, but a campaign. And it was kicked off on a day, single day, on October 28th of 2019 which then culminated in on Sunday, November 3rd, which was the day of 2019 that Popeye's launched their chicken sandwich. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just sad that I was like listening. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. And, <laughs> no, I will. Yeah. I mean, I had to look up the days too. I didn't know exactly which days it was, but anyway, point being, it was an event though, as, as we talked about on the show as well, you know, we had people in Phoenix, no less crashing into Popeye's locations. <laughs> there were lines. Whoa, what was that robot alien? You know, abduction. There was a ro I was being attacked by a robot for a small, a brief moment. Do we have to license that <laughs> clip? But don't worry. I fought him off. <laughs> I gave him a chicken sandwich and he left me left me alone. That's <laughs> all he wanted. <laughs> but um, you know, this was just such a huge event, I feel like, around the world. Everyone was talking about it. You know, they it, they didn't even have to put out any advertising for this. And, you know, it lifted both their and Chick-fil-A's, you know, brand ad ad awareness, everything. Um, you know, I really feel like though it was a a small action in the end, you know, even, even to the fact of releasing it on a Sunday when they knew that Chick-fil-A wasn't going to be open. Um, you know, it was just a crazy launch. They, you know, they expected to sell through September, but they, they ran out within two weeks. You know, you couldn't even get one anywhere. I, you know, I still wasn't able to get one. Mm -hmm. um, I still I'm haven't had one. I, I have to get one this weekend or something, you know, clearly I'm behind, behind the times on that. But, I think it was an amazing uh, cultural event. And, you know, we talk about ads that are really resonant and that really change things. And that's when they, you know, become a cultural moment. And I think that this is kind of like the epitome of that. So, so cool. I have two questions for yeah. you. Um, first one being, I feel like one of the greatest, like, advertising tragedies of 2019 is the <laughs> fact that there was an agency behind 
and I feel like no one knows who that agency was. I'm just curious, do you know who was behind it? Um, well... Without looking it up. <laughs> weren't there, no. weren't there me... Doesn't mm-hmm. it know what we're talking about? Like, social or... Uh... I'm referring to the social media launch, which was essentially how they launched it. Yeah. I'm hmm. questions for Cole. But... No. Yeah. Yeah, no, this isn't a quiz to, like, catch you in the wrong, but it just makes my point. Uh, GSD&M did this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And I'm, I'm, like, I'm curious for your thoughts. Like, do you, like, I feel like Machado for Machado got a lot of the credit for it, and then Popeye's got a lot of the credit for it, and I don't know if GSD&M just has a bad PR team, but, like, who do you think deserves kind of, like, the credit for this, do you think it's kind of more on the brand or do you think like GSDNM should have a little bit more of a voice in it? Or I'm just curious for your thoughts. Cause it's just wild to me that something that big and no one knows who did it. Well, I mean, I think it, I think it comes down to a lot of things because it's a lot of it's the business decision that Machado and Popeyes chose to make. I feel like, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows how much GSDNM had, you know, it, you know, I don't think that GSDNM was the one that came to them and said, oh, let's make a chicken sandwich, you know, necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Popeyes can take a lot of the credit for that. But I mean, depending on, you know, whose idea was it to launch on, you know, Sunday, um, you know, everything that had kind of built to this moment, I feel like was what allowed them to capitalize on it. And, you know, the PR too, yeah. it's, you know, the fact that everyone was talking about this and whether or not that's an extension of the brand itself, you know, whether or not we're saying, oh, it's the, you know, 22nd, you know, little video that GSDNM put together to release it, whether mm-hmm. or not we're saying that that is what drove all of this or whether or not it was Popeye's decision to create the sandwich and release it, you know, on a Sunday totally. to put everything behind that and i mean i don't know i don't know to what extent you know gsdnm can can claim it yeah there are a lot of questions it's a good it's a good thing to bring up but i mean it it goes to the point of you know that no one really does talk about who is behind the ad so yeah and i think um to your point like i feel like the only it's surprising that we don't know as much about it as we do i think it'll probably show up in a case study at some point, which leads to my second question. Do you think it deserves to win something at Cannes? Just to me specifically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Zach too, like chime in. I mean, I I don't, I think it deserves to win something. I mean, you look like at social media, I don't know. like... Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's a good use of, you know, PR and social media. And I think that that's you know, what kind of drove it. The reason that I think it's relevant is because, you know, I think it hit culturally in a big way. You know, I think if you asked anyone about this, um, again, at the end of 2019, um, you know, they'd know. They'd know what they're talking about. They know what you're yeah. talking about. That's what I mean. Like, because it feels inherent, because it was so successful and had such reach, it feels like it should. It just it still feels so weird to me because it feels like, I don't know, you can... I don't know, like if that first tweet didn't hit, you know what I mean? Would it have created the same? So it's just wild. I feel, I feel like there's an alternate universe where like Popeye's is roasted for roasting Chick-fil-A. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of funny. I'm very curious to see mm-hmm. what will happen with it. But it, to your point, it is a really cool fucking like 
a lot of props because <laughs> that literally like broke the internet and society. Yeah. I mean, people and literally left that real living and people and, and line systems and everything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it broke, it broke a lot of, of everything. Broke and, the wall yeah, at the Phoenix one. Cool. I don't know if anyone died. Yeah. But <laughs> No, no one died. I don't think anyone got hurt either. Well, someone got stabbed. That's all that. Well, oh, the, someone did. The die. deaths would come from the heart disease yes. many years after. Ooh, to quote, to quote uh, Neil Brennan from a project I worked on at work, uh, fast food's meant to kill us slowly, the way God intended. <laughs> exactly. I think that's my favorite line in that whole commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I'm referencing a spot we did for Tuft and Needles, so check that out if you haven't seen it. But anyway, back to Popeyes. Pretty wild. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. But yeah, that's my uh, oh, that's my that's my ad of 2019, nice. I guess. Well, I guess we can wrap up now. <laughs> we don't even need to get into mine. <laughs> um, wait a second. Oh, we need to get wait, into just a hot diggity moment here. <laughs> a hot diggity moment, Trent. Okay. Um, take it away, buddy. Okay. I just want to say, you know, it's like it's like when you have children you know as someone who doesn't have children i feel like i can speak to this you know you love them all equally right uh but there's one you secretly love the most and you don't tell them i'm assuming parents tell me if i'm wrong um there were a lot of great things i think swipe night was incredible and had great business results i think even though volkswagen doesn't have a leg to stand on i think their brand campaign from over the summer uh about driving further i think that that is a great campaign um you know, there's been a lot of cool things. I think what I keep coming back to is how like original is it for the category it's advertising in? Does it do something new or does it retread something that's stale? And you could talk about KFC and all the great activations they've done this year, like making a video game, all that kind of shit. Um, those are all great. But um, I think as a whole... It doesn't hold a candle to um, something around uh, Christmas time. Um, something around home shame and the fear and stress that people feel when they have to host, especially during the holidays, uh, because family can be petty as hell sometimes. And we all want to make sure that we present the best look, both because we want to make our family feel welcome into the home, but also because we don't want that passive aggressive remark about the um I don't know, the broken crumb rug thing on the bureau and all that shit and the attache. And I don't know. Hosting is weird. I live in an apartment, so I don't have to do it, thankfully. Um, but I think Mother London and, um, you know, Tom Kuntz did a really good job with this Ikea spot. Uh, it's the one where all the things in the household come to life and start rapping. And it's just a diss track about your home. And then they resolve this district by like placing stuff over the different defects in the house and the imperfections with like different Ikea furniture and showing like how you can just make some subtle tweaks to make your house look really like really shine. And I thought that that was like a really cool thing because for a holiday spot where everyone else is doing Santa Claus things and everyone else is doing like really like emotional like stuff that's kind of just retreads of previous tropes from the previous year. I thought it was cool to have something completely different. And with that, I open it to the floor. <laughs> well, it's a good ad. I'll give you that much. Yeah. MCDEE, <laughs> dude. Rapping it, man. The T Rex. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love that he made a full track afterwards, too. I don't know if 
listeners know this, but there was a there was a full length track that's on any streaming platform, I believe. On uh, what's his name? MCDEE's uh, page. So you can go listen to the full track, which doesn't necessarily have anything to do with IKEA. Uh, it's just a track that he made. Um, but it was created first and foremost for this ad. And yeah, it was a totally different, totally unexpected approach to a category that we typically see not going anywhere near a rap diss track. Yeah. You know, like, I also it, want to say, like, if you look it, at it, his Spotify page, Fresh and Clean, aka Silence the Critics, is his most popular song. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> his most popular song. I love that too. I love that. Same thing. Like when Apple puts a puts a song in mm-hmm. one of their ads, and it's like this nobody artist that then becomes a, a superstar because of the reach they have. It's so yeah. mind boggling to me. Uh, but yeah, Trent, that I think mm-hmm. that's a great pick, and I think it's so fresh and so new, um, <laughs> something that we haven't seen before, and I, I that makes it great. Mm-hmm. I should have said so clean, so clean. Yeah, I really. Right. I enjoy those little things. So something I thought about too is the Wyden and Kennedy New York Santa ad. Oh yes, and that was really hard to not pick. But I thought one of you guys were going to pick it, oh. so I left it out. Trent, how many times <laughs> really did I like tell you you were not going to pick my ad? <laughs> <laughs> I just had more faith in myself than I actually guess I deserve. I'm in Aries. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's a good pick, Trent. I mean, this it was a fun, uh, fresh take. I think that's one thing because I think Zach and I's last episode of 2019 there, we talked about that Wyden and Kennedy Santa ad. And, you know, it's so great because it steps out of, you know, what we usually see for the holidays. And I think that the Ikea ad did that too. You know, you don't expect, a, yeah, a wrapping T-Rex or, uh, you know, you, if you get me with, if you have a wrapping T-Rex, you got me. So I know. Right? Um, I think that, uh, I think that that was great. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a fun twist on the holiday favorites and it's still about family and, you know, bringing everybody together. So, well, we're not going to quite hit 50 minutes for our 50th, but uh, that's probably a good thing because um, that means we're rambling with no meaning. Um, but it's been great kind of, I don't know, again, not to get emotional. It's been a great year, and we're excited to kick off 2020. We've got some new stuff in the works. We talk about it from time to time, and then it doesn't happen because we get busy. I'm not going to talk about it right now <laughs> because that means that it will happen if I don't say anything about it beforehand. And uh, just get 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 uh, get excited. It's gonna be a great year. And as always, make sure to keep reaching out to us, man. You got those questions. We're here to help, and it's always it's always cool cool to be able to help out where we can. So hit us up, hit us up on social at salad underscore podcast, both on Twitter and Instagram, with what you think your favorite out of the year was. And also, make sure to uh, to follow along and tell your friends about this uh, this lovely little salad bowl we call an advertising podcast. And with that, I'm going to sign off, but uh, we'll see you back here again next Tuesday. Uh, Zach and Cole, take it away. Yeah. Just wanted to say thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening to this one as we talk through our favorite ads after, you know, getting left dumbfounded by Equinox. But uh, yeah. Talking about really... the ad was in itself. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate it. Uh, this has been an awesome journey and a good outlet for us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, thanks to all the listeners and fans out there and, uh, you know, for keeping it fresh, keeping it healthy, uh, staying light and trim in 2019. And we hope you'll uh, continue to listen in 2020. I think there's a lot of good things that we have coming down the pipeline and, uh, 
excited to keep discussing ads as advertising changes all around us. So should be good and uh, have an ad-tastic uh, week, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, there it is. First one of the year. I like it. <laughs> good work.